Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the top 10 reasons to love HBCU football. And for those of you not aware, HBCU stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. You can make a reasonable argument the rich history of HBCU football is exemplified by the fact that they had the greatest coach, two greatest college football players, and the most potent offense college football has seen. How rich is this conference in its history? Here is a list of players who went on to stardom in the NFL, yet did not make our cut in the top 10. Their accomplishments were clearly outstanding, but the competition on this list was even more outstanding. So here is the list of the players that would have been on a list 11 through 20 in alphabetical order of the college they played for. Alabama A&M, John Stallworth. Arkansas Pine Bluff, L.C. Greenwood. Delaware State, John Taylor. Florida A&M, Gallup and Gal Gallimore. Jackson State, Lem Barney. North Carolina A&T, Alvin Bethea. Prairie View A&M, Ken Houston. South Carolina State, Harry Carson. Southern University, Aeneas Williams. And Texas Southern, Michael Strahan. Well, if they did not make the top 10, who is in this top 10 list of the reasons to love HBCU football? At number 10 is the 1920 Howard University team. They were undefeated and they ran through their opponents. They went 7-0, outscoring opponents 132-0 with a suffocating defense. Their average win, 19-0. Try and imagine those numbers today. Number 9, linebacker Willie Lanier, Morgan State. Named to the SBN All-Black College team in 1992, he was the fierce linebacker for Morgan State and went on to anchor the Kansas City Chiefs defense and propel them to a victory in Super Bowl IV. His accomplishments were so significant that he was inducted into both the College Football Hall of Fame and the NFL Hall of Fame. Number eight, offensive lineman guard Larry Little, Bethune-Cookman. Offensive lineman Larry Little was all SEAC for three straight years. Though he was clearly dominant in college, Larry Little went undrafted. Today, in hindsight, some say he was the best to ever play his position. In the NFL, he was the anchor of the offensive line of the undefeated 72 Dolphins, the only undefeated team in history, and not coincidentally, the first team to have two 1,000-yard rushers. Number 7, Morgan State's 57-game span. From 1931 to 1938, Morgan State went 54-0-3. That's 57 games without a loss. And in that span, they won two HBCU National Championships. Coach Eddie P. Hurt took over Morgan State in 1929. By the time he left, Morgan State constructed 11 undefeated seasons. Number six, quarterback Steve McNair, Alcorn State. Quarterback Steve McNair set an NCAA single-season passing record of 527.8 yards per game and also a completion record of 73.6% of his passes. He finished third in the Heisman in 1994. He was the first NCAA player to exceed 16,000 yards. And now we get to our top five reasons to love HBCU football history. At number five is the Riches to Rag story of Prairie View A&M University. 
the program itself has a history that has achieved highs and lows that few, if any, schools can acclaim to. In the 1950s and 60s, they were dominant. They won five HBCU championships in 12 years, three in the 50s, 53, 54, and 58, and two in the 60s, 63 and 64. Now, if you fast forward to 1989, from October 28, 1989 to September 26, 1998, Prairie View A&M lost 80 straight games, nine years of losing every game, marking the longest losing streak in NCAA history. At number four, Coach Papa Bear Banks, Morgan State University. Hired in 1960, his numbers are staggering. He won 75.6% of his games, had a 31-game winning streak from 1965 to 1968, three undefeated regular seasons, and the CIAA Coach of the Year three times. His 1966 team won the Tangerine Bowl 14-6, and this marked the only appearance by an HBCU team in bowl history. Coach Banks was elected into the College Hall of Fame in 1992. And now our top three. At number three, running back, Walter Payton, Jackson State. At Jackson State, he set nine school records. In 1973, he led the nation with 160 points, and his career mark of 464 points was an NCAA record. Why isn't he higher? His NFL accomplishments set him apart from all that came before as he ran more yards than any other running back before him. His college numbers, though phenomenal, were not enough to give our nod to the number two or even the number one spot on our list. So, who is number two? Answer, number two, 1984 Mississippi Valley State. Located in the Mississippi Delta is a small HBCU school, and in 1960, Mississippi Valley State hires coach Archie Cooley. The Gunslinger. Archie Cooley's Mississippi Valley State's run-and-shoot offense was led by quarterback Willie Satellite Totten and wide receiver Jerry Rice. They put up 60.9 points a game. This is a record that holds to this day in Division I-A or I-AA schools. His team set Division I-AA records for passing yards per game, 455.7, Mississippi Valley State that year scored 49 points or more nine times, 65 or more points six times, and put up over 80 twice. Satellite Totten set over 50 passing records. The teams put up scores that were last seen in the early 1900s. Jerry Rice, well, he set many NCAA receiving records as well. Coach Cooley, in his signature cowboy hat, paraded the sidelines with a run-and-shoot offense he devised that was far ahead of its time. This is what happens when you mix a sophisticated offense with extreme talent. Well, put it this way, this complex offense had answers for questions that the opponent's defense didn't even know to pose. So we'll get to number one. And number one on our list is no one's surprise, Coach Eddie Robinson. Eddie Gay Robinson Sr., actually. Coach Robinson was hired in 1941 at the age of 22 at Grambling State University. He had no assistance, no budget. For 56 years, from 1941-1942, and then again from 1945 to 1997, he was the head coach of Grambling State University, and by his second season, his team went 9-0. The numbers are staggering, Mount Rushmore-like, 56 seasons, 408 wins, 
165 losses, 15 ties. He has the third most victories in college football history. You want more numbers? SWAC championships, 17. 27 consecutive winning seasons from 1960 to 1986. He built Grambling State into a football capital. The College Hall of Fame waived the stipulation. A coach needed to be retired for three years before consideration. Coach Robinson retired in 97 and was elected into the College Football Hall of Fame in 99. In 2010, Grambling State University constructed the Eddie G. Robinson Museum. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.